Welcome back to the club, my healed gorgeous hotties. As you all know, I'm your host and healer, Alex, and I'm a congested lady today. (laughs) We're going to come in hot and just directly move into how I'm feeling. I'm feeling congested. I'm feeling unwell. I'm feeling under the weather, as one might say. Um, And I'm going to tell you exactly how I got here. So, Fun fact about me, and I think we've talked about this, I don't love the fall. I hate the winter more than I don't love the fall. I like the spring and I love the summer. And I think the biggest disservice that ever happened to me in the universe is that after summer comes fall and I'm in such denial about it all that I don't wear the proper clothing until this moment. Every year since I've moved back, probably even before I had moved to LA, I just don't get the hint. And so... How did I end up being a congested hottie? How did I end up congested in the club? I got congested in the club by going outside in clothing that's fit for 85 degree weather when in fact it is 55 degrees outside. So I did this to myself and you know what? Maybe next year we'll learn. Maybe we'll outgrow this. But for this year, your girl's got a cold. So we're going to move through this episode probably a little quicker. I mean, last week's episode was obviously an hour and a half long, which I got the feedback from everybody of like, it was lovely. And like, please don't make that normal. (laughs) Like, please don't have an hour and a half long podcast, which honestly, I'm a woman of my own desires. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe we will. Probably not. I don't know. So this week's going to be significantly shorter just so I can save my congestion and my voice for all the other things, which kind of brings me into like, let's just move into my mental health moment. So other than my physical health being a little bit under the weather, I am still in that same mental place that I've been in. And I think one of the biggest realizations that I had from this mental place is that, or rather a, a better way to put this is one of the best breakthroughs I had in the last week or so is that I am so less concerned about why I'm experiencing something in my life. May it be a hardship or a lesson or an opportunity. And I'm more concerned with how. How do I want to navigate this? How do I want to show up to this? How do I want to support my family in this? Like, I'm, I used to be someone, and I think we all suffer from this, where bad things, good things, like, anything happens to us and we wonder why and I'm saying this it's both bad and good because when bad things happen it's easy to look in the mirror and be like why me and when good things happen it's easy to be like do I even deserve this right like there's such a large spectrum there and we can sometimes focus on the why so hard but I realized recently that in my focusing on the why I was like a dog chasing its own tail going around and around and around in circles really just avoiding the lesson really avoiding like the stuff, the real meat underneath it all, which the meat underneath it all is the how. That's why we are experiencing anything good or bad. It's it's because we need to understand how we navigate that moment so that we can become more embodied. We can grow. We can move past. We can experience new things. All of that works in tandem so that we can live the most abundant, wholesome, and honestly wholehearted life. I spent a lot of this week just really, or this past week, really not getting caught up in the why. Even if not feeling good, like I I have a reason why I don't feel good and I might be able to like joke around and be like, yes, I shouldn't have been wearing tank tops outside in 60 degree weather. But like I'm not really actually lending myself to like 
obsessing with why I was really just like how even in getting sick I was like okay like I actually don't have time for this right now so like how can I actually just hit this head on give myself the rest I need right now in the moment I need so that I can move on so I really want to invite you all to think about everything in your life right now that's starting to feel really heavy or really difficult or even the things that you can't believe how good they're going. And rather than trying to focus on why or, you know, when it'll all end or anything like that, just focus on how. How can you be more present right now? How can you be even more embodied in your responses? How can you move now so that when you look back in hindsight, you know, a week, a month, a year Later, you can look back at this time and be like, I really am so proud of the way I handled that. I'm really grateful for my ability to stay present in that moment. Because I think the thing that we don't talk about enough, especially in this work, when we talk about mindfulness, when we talk about self-development, we do not talk enough about the good and the bad. I just had this conversation with my brother, actually. We were talking about past life regression, and I was like, would you ever let me do that that service on you like would you ever have a session with me and he was like you know I just have my own system at this point for going back and really seeing my own patterns and my own problems and my behaviors that need to shift and it was an enlightening moment for me because I was like wow like we actually never talk about how this work that we do especially when we do it ourselves like it doesn't always have to be the bad and it doesn't always have to be you know about trying to figure out what piece of our trauma we want to sort or what piece of our life we want to feel better anything like that like we could actually go and use these modalities and like the reason why we are healed hotties the reason why we are spiritual baddies is because we have decided that we want to live the most fulfilled life possible. And so while part of that means being able to eradicate and rewrite the stories of our childhood traumas and our behaviors, it also has to hold space for our purpose and for our joy and for our fulfillment and for our light. And so I think when we talk about the difference between why and how, why is us continuously trying to point our fingers and not necessarily blame, but kind of redirect attention to something that we don't want to fully see whereas how means taking action whether it's internal action and like holding yourself accountable to something or external action and actually getting something done or changing a behavior or changing a boundary or changing an expectation in the real life in the real world rather because the thing about it is the why can keep you in your comfort zone If I'm not sure why this thing keeps happening to me, but the only thing I can do is agonize over the fact that it keeps happening over and over and over and over again, then I am just self-sabotaging myself and staying in the exact same cycle because the harder thing to do would be the how. This this thing keeps happening to me. So instead of worrying about why, I'm just going to worry about how I can move through it or how I can do it differently than I did the last time or how I can savor this moment even more so I don't lose it again, right? Like I just, I think that that's something that sounds so obvious when it comes out of my mouth and I'm speaking it into my microphone, but I think our subconscious just lends itself to why really, really often. So I invite you all to really sit with yourself and think not why something's happening to you right now or why it feels the way it feels, but just how, how do you move forward? And I guess that's also something I should bring up here too. It's not how did you get here? Like, no, that's the past literally doesn't exist anymore. When I finally realized that, I forgot which yoga teacher training I did where 
my mentor was like, well, the past literally is just in your imagination. Like it quite literally doesn't exist anymore. The past is no different than the future at this point where it's like the only thing you know is exactly what's happening right now. The past might have given you insight. It might have given you guidance. It might have given you lessons that you've been able to kind of absorb into your personality or absorb into your identity and change the way you move and how you think. But the truth is it's like literally in your imagination. Like the only thing left of the past is your perception of it and like what you're taking with you into the future. So it's not even how you got there. It's how do you do this today? How do you move forward today? How do you show up for yourself today? How do you get this thing done? And it doesn't always have to be based in action. It can just be based sometimes in like taking care of yourself. It can be thinking about your own mental load and what you could be experiencing as a person yourself. But it's all in the how. So this past week, that was one of my greatest breakthroughs was really being able to sit with myself and be like, wow, okay. I'm, I'm no longer concerned in the why. I'm no longer concerned in why I'm going through this today. I so deeply care about the how. How am I going to show up today for myself so that I'm not only the most present, but I feel the most fulfilled? So one super proud and exciting moment I had this week was I had someone reach out to me and they wanted to talk about last week's episode and she was like, hey, like we've never met, but I'm a certified healed hottie. And I was like, oh my God you ladies understand, like you guys are my healed hotties. And so I think what we're going to start, like I think it's official, the Spiritual Baddies Club, when you're in the club, you're a healed hottie. And then you can identify however you need in the club. Today I'm congested in the club. Maybe you're crying in the club. Maybe you're calm in the club. Maybe you're happy as a clam in the club. Who knows? But like I just, it really warmed my heart and it made me so, so, so happy. So if anybody else wants to send me a certified hottie, healed hottie rather um dm i would be so so grateful or email or however you want to communicate it just it really made me so i don't know like it's felt so good to have such an open space for me to share some of the things that i have recently processed and gone through and not only feel seen in that process but also just hear what all of you all are also moving through and how grateful you all are to have a place where you know you're one not alone but two can consume content that makes you feel like you're not a crazy and b that you can actually move through this that this is just a piece of the greatest vision of your life and if I get to share even a slither of that I'm just so wildly grateful so shout out to that healed hottie who went out and dm'd me and gave me the courage to come on here and be like no that's what we are like we are healed hotties because again the hottest thing you can do is heal and we're just out here doing it in the club living our best lives or at least trying our best to whether we're congested crying or happy as a clam So thanks again to that healed hottie and I can't wait to hear from the rest of you because it is one of my all-time favorite, favorite things ever. I also want to give another shout out to just like, and I know this is probably going to be really niche, not everyone feels this way, but one of the things that I've recently been struggling with just in the back of my mind and I think last week it really like came to a head is that like the amount of responsibilities that we have as I hate to say women because I know everybody in the world, if you're a human, you just carry a load of responsibility and experience that you have to go through. But I just feel like in, in the Western world, the societal expectations of having a home, being a partner, being a person, having a certain amount of things done. And then on top of that, like 
you have to also carry some some households, some places, you carry the vision. You're the person that, that drives a lot of the momentum. You're the one that's kind of piecing it all together because if you didn't do it, then it wouldn't get done and it's important for you to do it. And I think that's that's really something that we don't talk about enough. I was actually talking about it on um, Friday with one of my really, really good friends that I think it's really interesting that we carry so much responsibility as people. We have so many things that we have to get done. We have so many desires we have for our lives. And we start to just every month, year, raise that bar higher and higher and higher. And eventually you get to a place where you're like, oh my gosh, like I have to hold all these things, but I still desire more. And so now I have to figure out like what needs to sacrifice, what needs to, you know, what do I need to negotiate? What do I need to get do to get this done? How much more has to happen here? How much less can I participate in this? And like just that decision making alone can be really difficult. Pile on top of that, like if you are the type of person who has such unshakable desire has wants something so bad that you're willing to stop at nothing to get there I think that it's so easy just to be like well yeah Alex like that's why people say you can't have it all or that's why but like there's also a piece of that mentality where I feel like that's settling and so the conversation I had with my friend was just that like sometimes that pressure feels huge feels huge to feel like you have to not only do the work for yourself, not only maintain your regular human 20-something-year-old, 30-something-year-old, 40-something-year-old responsibility. Sometimes some of you baddies out there are responsible for other like beings, like other children, other things even, other people. And so you mix all that together and then finally when you get an opportunity to come back to yourself, you're still like, damn, like I still have so much more to do, so much more to create, so much more to show up to in order for me to achieve this thing. And that pressure is really debilitating sometimes. And so I want to give a shout out to you guys who just push through anyway, knowing that pressure, push through, recognizing that like sometimes the pressure is louder on some days than others. But nonetheless, like you know that if you didn't live this life, if you were to just settle and say, okay, well then I'm just not going to do it, you would be not disappointed in yourself, but disappointed in what you know you deserved. I think that's the difference. It's like once you know better, you can't go back. And that was a big piece of this conversation with a friend too, which was like, I know too much now. I know way too much about how good it feels to travel the world, how incredible it feels to be financially free within your own business, how amazing it is to be able to invest in things that you never thought of investing, how just life-changing it is when you can take an afternoon to go visit your nieces, your nephews, your family members, or you can help your family out, you you can support them, how good it feels to splurge on that thing that you always wanted and never could have, like how good it feels even just to have the peace of mind of not needing to constantly work or do something. It's It's different for every person, but like once you have a taste of that, there's really no going back. You can't really turn around and be like, okay, like I know that's amazing, but like I'm gonna not like I'm just gonna stand back and like let all of that go so that I don't have to like work as hard or have as many responsibilities. And like you you just don't do it. Like I I'm sure there are people out there who do do that, but like I, I feel like if you're someone who listens to this podcast pretty week, like you you've listened every week and you understand what time it is, you understand that like that's not an option we have. And it's up to you 
to make sure that you get where you want to go. And it's not to say you don't have an incredible support system. Like, it's not to say that you don't have people in your corner. It's not to say that you can't reach out and extend, you know, a, hey, can you help me out with this? Or, hey, can you do me a huge favor? Like, it's not to say that any of that doesn't exist, but it is just this the sheer fact that, like, this is a lot of responsibility and this is a lot of things to juggle and these are a lot of thoughts to have and just a lot to navigate and so you are so incredibly patient and you are so present and you are willing to show up every day even on the days that feel harder just because you know how good it's going to get or you know how good it already is and it's only going to keep getting better I think that sometimes I think especially in today's world and what's happening in the world it's just so easy to look and see pressure. It's easy to look and see all the things that are maybe not going right or the things that are like that feeling. The way I like to describe it is it feels like there's like something piled on your chest and like and like it's harder to it's really hard to take that deep breath. And the the craziest part is when I was talking to this friend of mine, she just was like, "Yeah, I, I don't really know. There's nothing we can really say about this because this isn't a fixable problem. Like this isn't a like, okay, well you need to do this more. You need to create more space for this or you need to have more. Like this isn't that type of a problem. This is the reality. The reality of being a woman who is a visionary, who desires more for her life. And like, I don't think I would trade this vision for a lesser one or one that's not as hard, but it doesn't change the fact that like the responsibility that I hold every day, the things that I have to do or get done or like, sometimes the pressure just feels really really large and really huge you especially when you're somebody who like you don't want to do you want to be the best at everything you do I guess is what I'm trying to say and even if you change that like there's a fear of not being good enough not feeling like what if you can't do the thing what if you're not ready to do that thing when you want to do it what if you're just simply you don't have the skill or the you know you don't have what it takes and we can tell each other until we're blue in the face that like, of course you have what it takes. Of course you're good enough. Of course, of course, right? Like on a, on a very like surface level place, like absolutely. But deep down, it's very natural and very normal to, you know, allow that uncertainty to kind of stick around. I think that that's where, and we're going to talk about this today, actually, in today's main topic, but, like, I think that we have to be really conscientious when we have the conversation of, like, you need to believe in yourself. Like, you can believe in yourself, and, like, I even like to say, like, that's not where I get stuck in my programming. Like, I believe in myself more than anyone or anything. Like, I believe I can do all the things I want to do. I believe I can have all the things I want to have. I believe I can live the life I want to live, right? Like, I definitely hands down, do believe in my ability to create the life of my deepest desires. But that doesn't change the fact that in that process, there's a lot of uncertainty and there's a lot of unknown. And some of those uncertainties and unknowns come with pressure. They come with deadlines, responsibility. They come with having to prioritize that desired lifestyle with like the glass balls like we talked about last week, like, you know, the things that just can't be dropped being able to sacrifice certain things that matter to you so that you can prioritize the things that you know are better for the woman you're becoming. All of these things, like we will always talk to these things and talk about truly how available they are to you and how much you deserve them. And it would be really, it would be a shame for me to neglect the fact that like 
it is a lot of pressure and it is a lot of work and I want you to know that I see you and that I appreciate the work that you're doing for yourself and that the people around you can see what you're doing and they appreciate the the crap out of you even if they're not calling you up and telling you as much as you might need to hear or would like to hear or don't even realize you should hear and that everything you're doing right now not only is going to work out for you and bring you exactly where you're meant to be because what's meant for you doesn't miss you, but on top of all of that, it's the amount of fulfillment you're going to feel when you can look back and see how you showed up in this time, even on the hard days, even on the super easy, breezy, beautiful ones. It's worth it. It's worth it every time. And once you get a taste of it, that's why it is so hard to go back. And that's why I can sit here and say that. Like, I can sit here and say that like I might have had one day last week where I was really consumed by the pressure of this person that I'm becoming and at the same time I was like I'd rather feel this pressure seven days a week 24 hours of the day knowing that I get to live the certain lifestyle that I live because there's nothing more that I want to do than do that I get to be present with my family I get to create loving relationships in my life I get to prioritize what feels good to me like there's just so many different incredible things that come with it that if what I have to deal with is just you know the the growing pains the the in-between the messy middles of it all then like that's okay I'm willing to do that over and over and over again in order to get to where I know I deserve to be so a long rant but definitely a shout out for the girlies out there who are putting in the work doing all the hard things showing up every single day I see you I know you're tired I know that you're going through it I know that you feel so expanded that sometimes you feel like you can break but I'm here to tell you like you're not going to break I promise I promise I promise, I promise, you're actually not going to break. You can continue to grow and expand at this exponential rate and you won't break as long as you continue to show up for yourself, listen to your intuition, trust your gut. These are all the things that are meant for you and what you're experiencing right now is just a recalibration of all the different things inside of you that needed to grow with you so that you can sustain the things that you are creating for yourself. Can I get an amen from the healed hotties in the back? I feel like that was good. I feel like sick Alex, congested Alex. She's a grounded Alex. Like maybe this is what I need is like every three months a dose of congestion just for me to be like, okay, guys, let's talk (laughs) and not have me yell into this microphone about all my inside feelings. Although I've heard that yelling into my microphone for you guys is all okay. You guys don't mind it as much. So thank you for dealing with my congestion and also my screams. They they come into balance. We're all about balance here. We're all about balance. All right, I think we're ready to move into our main topic, which our main topic today is kind of an interesting one because I feel like some of these like mental health, mindfulness, spiritual, whatever you want to call them podcasts, there's always this like overarching lesson or there's this like thing, this theory, this idea that you want to drive home. And I I can even openly admit one of the things that I've been really struggling with is as somebody who owns a business in my coaching business, like it would make so much more sense if I pulled my topics and a lot of the things I talked about from like my programs and like what my clients are going through and like really chose this as an opportunity to really integrate those worlds. But like, no, I think that's not what this is supposed to be about. I actually think what this podcast is more about is about you finding yourself and finding I think what this podcast is more about is you being able to normalize the things that you're going through while also simultaneously understanding how much more you're worthy of. 
it's like the balance of both. And I think that, don't get me wrong, like that is what I do in all of my programs, but like, no, like let's just hop into those programs together so we can identify your personal blockages. We can talk about what you're going through to make the path clearer. But I want this podcast to be more about the things that you can start to notice in your life, the art of noticing, you being able to look around at the relationships, the people, the experiences, the thoughts, the behaviors, and say, oh, wow, I actually never considered that. And if you even make a couple of the micro shifts that are suggested on this podcast and start to see improvement, then like this podcast has served its purpose. And if you want that to go in even deeper, then we can talk about all the different ways that you can be supported within my community. But if it starts here like that's where I I feel really just the most passionate and I want it to land and so today I want to talk about radical honesty and I think I want to talk about it because this was one of the themes I really had to get clear on over the last six months and just be really um it's not even about being like grounded in or like or understanding but like I really had to hold myself accountable to being honest I think that without even realizing it, the beginning of the year, there was just a lot of different situations where like I could see the red flags or I could see the like the problem areas, but I glossed over them because I was giving either someone the benefit of the doubt or I was giving an experience a lot or a relationship a lot more um, space than what it probably deserved. Or um, I was telling myself like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll figure that out. That's definitely going to happen. When in reality, like the radical honest truth was like, no, those things need to be handled in those moments. Or those people didn't deserve that amount of space. Or the red flag was so glaring. Like why was the boundary not created? Or why was that idea not, you know, or the thought, not idea rather, but like the thought, why was it not just like cut right there then and there and that's because radical honesty is really 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 difficult especially like you can say finances for people having to be radically honest about your finances and about the things you invest in and where you can invest and how you spend your money how you show up to things to you know your relationships are you being radically honest with your friends and your family about how you feel are you secretly harboring some thoughts feelings and emotions about not being seen or not feeling appreciated but not saying that to them because you don't want to upset anybody or you don't want to speak out of turn or you don't want anybody to feel like you absolutely like need them I don't know there's so many different things but I just I think that that's one of the things that over the last six months I've really kept myself accountable to is being not only radically honest with myself but with those around me taking all the things in my life physically as a radical honest opportunity to move through them whether they were things like my business finances vacations like travel with my friends like family things like all of these these big conversations these big topics that we talk about like we can't actually start to do the work. We can't actually start to begin to notice the blockages or start to notice the triumphs if we're not being radically honest with ourselves. And there's an equation that I do. It's not really an equation, but just like a step-by-step process that I've been doing with my clients. And in order for us to really understand that process, like I need them to be radically honest with themselves, not even with me, with themselves so that we can really get down to the root of, of their issues. We can really get down to the root of their blockages. And once we can clear that blockage, we don't give it a place to come home to, then they can excel. They can grow. They can expand. They can literally see where they where they need to go and how they're going to get there. But if they're not being honest with themselves and they're just kind of like telling themselves what they think they 
want to themselves or what they think they want to hear that's what's probably the number one thing getting in the way of what they desire that and just and if you're someone who like does the work and you're a little bit more seasoned here you have to remember too like my best friend Rena said this to me once that your ego learns the language of your soul so you start doing all this inner work and you start to learn these cool very trendy catchy words or you even just start to know better right like you start to know what it feels like to have a dysregulated nervous system you know what it feels like to be anxious you know what it feels like to be in a misalignment and so rather than actually being radically honest with yourself about how you want to navigate those things it just becomes wildly easier to say you know what like I know these things so like I'm just going to continue to do x y and z and like hopefully that'll change or just turn a blind eye to it because that's the hardest thing you can do I think radical honesty for me has been something that has been really really hard because sometimes we don't want to see the truth right away the funny part about that though and I can't recall a direct moment right now but remember in the beginning of my business I was always so afraid to do the hard thing first because I was afraid of what it was going to cost me both energetically financially physically I just didn't want to face it. And so I'd put it off, I'd put it off, I'd put it off. I had convinced myself, and this is what we talk about when your ego learns the language of your soul, I'd convinced myself that if you get all the easy stuff done, then then you have nothing to worry about. Then the hard thing can just like take up the rest of your life. But I had found, or I was convincing myself of a million easy things that were so irrelevant than the one hard thing. The craziest part about it though is that once I would do the hard thing, I'd realize actually like it wasn't that bad and or I do the hard thing and be like oh that's it that's done with I have nothing to worry about now oh okay great and like I would feel so much more relieved everything would feel so much better the easy stuff got even easier because I didn't have this like glooming dark cloud over me of the other things that needed to get done all of this to say radical honesty I think is the number one thing that we are not keeping at the highest consideration when we're talking about doing the inner work I think we're allowing ourselves to get really caught up in the logistics we're getting the narratives even and we're not really asking ourselves and that's even why like I tell people all the time who want to start their journeys in spirituality or mindfulness I tell them all the time I say the first thing you need to do is like, what do you want? Like you need to get clear about what do you want? Not do you want, what do you want for your family? Not what do you want for your partner? Not what do you want for your future children? Like all of that stuff can exist, but what do you want right now? What are your deepest desires? And even in looking at those desires, you might have to sit with them and ask yourself like, are any of these desires actually not mine? Are any of these like projections of myself from growing up where maybe you grew up in a family where they expected you to go to a certain school, maintain a certain degree, get a certain type of a job, or maybe you, you know, grew up in a household with gender roles now expected to take on the same role as the mother or the father that you saw growing up. Like there's so many different ways you can do this, but the the number one thing here is your ability to just get really, really, really honest with yourself and say, okay, like what do I want? What is it? And how do I make sure that none of this is coming from a place of expectation, but rather from deep within myself? And I think this is why I really wanted to talk about it today is because I think that we would solve so many more of our problems or like the little stuff, at least, if we just were more accountable to being honest with ourselves, like not even with each other, just like with ourselves, like really taking hard looks in the mirror and saying, yeah, like, 
Okay. And it's not, I think there has to also be a difference. Like you're not shaming yourself by being honest. Like you're not sitting there being like, you're the worst. You were lying to yourself, blah, blah, blah. No, like we're talking about the subconscious here. We're talking about you looking at the cards in front of you, you looking at the life that you currently live, the things that you want in this life, the actions that you're putting into it, the thoughts, the behaviors, and really asking yourself, do you feel this way? Are you showing up this way? And taking that very honest answer and making a different assessment from there. And I think that's why it's not supposed to be filled with shame or guilt is the the radical honesty is actually incredibly neutral. When you can be really honest with yourself, and we teach this a lot in human design, when you can be really honest with yourself and you can kind of like cut straight to the point, it, it's neutral. It's not good or bad. Your reaction to it can be good or bad, but like Radical honesty is not radical honesty. There's no good or bad side to it. They're just, it is what it is. And with that information, you get to decide your reaction. You get to be more in control of what happens next. And I think that's the craziest part is a lot of people turn to radical honesty when they have sat there for so long feeling so out of control. And I think the most controlled I've ever felt recently is when I'm just honest with myself about what needs to happen. Because whether I like it or whether I don't, I have a clear vision in front of me of what needs to get done or what needs to be handled or what needs to be, you know, grown through, for lack of a better word, for you to get there. You also have to think about it this way. Radical honesty, if you're not willing to be radically honest with yourself, You're just allowing yourself to enter more self-sabotaging cycles. So you're allowing a cycle to persist over and over and over again. It's like what we said at the beginning of this episode. It's like a dog chasing its own tail. You're going to spin around and around and around in circles. And that's because your ego is looking to blame or looking to like escape one way or another. So it's really easy for your ego to sit back and be like, yeah, I'm... I'm going to, instead of doing the honest thing or looking at this honestly, like, nope, it's not my fault. It's this person's fault or it's not my fault. It's, I can't control that thing. That's just what's happening in the world. That's just what this is. That's what just that is. And like, that's just your ego saying, like reassessing the blame and like pointing the finger at somebody different to be like, okay, see, it's not my job. It's not our responsibility. And that's because your ego and your subconscious even is afraid to look in the mirror. It's afraid to look at the truth. It's afraid to see that directly in front of them, there is an opportunity opportunity to grow through something or to have to handle something or to have to take ownership of something and don't get me wrong like yeah it's about the responsibility that we all have as visionaries we want better for ourselves we want more we want to expand and at the same time like that means that you're having to see radical honesty all the time that means that you have to neutrally look at all the things in front of you and you it's almost like you're an assassin like you are just cutting through every single thing one at a time getting through and like that can feel like a lot and so And sometimes those things don't ever go the way that you thought they would go or the way you wanted it to go. And then there's disappointment and these other emotions start to cloud your ability to just be honest. So when we talk about radical honesty, you have to be really, really understanding of the fact that it's completely your choice to do it. And every time you don't do it, you're doing yourself a disservice. But also cut yourself the slack that like by doing that, you are consistently subjecting yourself to the work. And that can be really exhausting. I was talking to a mentor of mine last week where she was saying how whenever she does modalities, like she'll pay for a Reiki session or she'll pay for a past life regression or a hypnosis session. Like she doesn't go to a place where she can like 
discover more problems or do more work like she actually tries to go to places that like make her feel really happy because so much of her life in real like real life as she moves throughout the day she's just so radically honest all the time that she's constantly handling things she's constantly growing she's constantly like pushing herself to be the most expansive version of herself and that has given her a lot of success in a million different ways a lot of fulfillment and so she loves moving that way but she's exhausted a lot because of it and so taking these modalities and then being able to like rest in them or find joy in them or find different layers has really 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 made her just so much more balanced and so I'm bringing this up because again like Radical honesty isn't one of these things where it's like the easier thing to do. No, you're making the harder decision. You're saying I'm going to have to look at this dead on and like not lie to myself or not sugarcoat it. And the beauty of it is, is that by doing it, you're going to get through it quicker. You're going to be more embodied while you do it. And by the end of it, you're going to be closer to the thing that you desire, the thing that you were always made for, the thing that you always, always, always deserved. Which I guess brings me to my controversial opinion about, so if you're somebody who is actively either on social media or just following trends, something that's spoken about all the time, it's this idea of like being a Delulu girl, a delusional girl. Like Delulu is the Salulu, delusion is the solution. And like I understand what they're saying, but I have a little bit of a bone to pick because that's actually like not a lifestyle or even like a mode of thought. Like your desires aren't delusional. Like that first and foremost, like if you have the desire to want something or to feel something or to experience something, like that's not a delusional thing. That's like real. And so I think like we cut straight, straight to it right there. Radical honesty looks like looking at the thing you want and being like, yeah, I can have that and like getting grounded in that rather than almost kind of like, don't get me wrong. Every now and again, we need to gaslight ourselves into the things that we know we need. And I'm not saying you should gaslight others or people should gaslight you. I'm saying ourselves. Like sometimes you do need to put on the hot outfit and walk in front of the mirror and be like, I am the hottest thing that ever happened to the world. Who else could wear something that looks as good as me? Right? Like sometimes we do need that that type of support from ourselves but when it comes to the big things the constant things the showing up consistently you can't do it delusionally you can't do it from a space of like yeah you know like I um I think that I don't even know how to be delusional this is me trying to be delusional you can't you can't do it you have to be radically honest I really need to try to come up with an example though of like what would be delusional I actually can give you an example I've sat down with people before potential clients who are like yeah I'm going to be a millionaire and I'm like yeah you will like if you actually do feel that desire deep inside of you like you definitely will be a millionaire like that's that's something that if you have the vision held for yourself and if you deeply believe it you can do that like that's not the issue but again like that's not you being delusional like if you actually were to go through a system of like okay how do I do I actually believe that and like let's start with now like do I actually believe the money I'm worth okay like how do I think about these things how do I feel about these things what are the actions around these things like we can do and we can do that and we can get you there over a certain amount of time but the next question I had said to this lovely human was like okay like so that's definitely number one goal is like we're eventually one day going to be a millionaire so like what does this year look like for you like how much how much do you want to make in your business this year how much are you thinking and she was like no this year and like for a little bit more context and I actually know that I knew she wouldn't mind me sharing this like she had never she hadn't had a business yet she actually was like fresh out of school like didn't have a job and was like living at home and was like no I'll make a million dollars this year 
I'm going to write a book. It's going to sell out. It's going to go viral. And then I'm going to have this coaching business. It's going to be great. And I was like, that's amazing. And when I asked her, like, what's driving that? She said, well, I'm a Delulu girl. I'm delusional. Like, I really believe these things. And we had to sit. And one of the best conversations she and I ever had was like, yeah, you can be delusional. Like, you can say all of those things and you have to deeply believe that. Like, your identity can't be being delusional. Maybe sometimes if you need that extra boost of courage to do the thing you know you should do, that's where I think being a Delulu girl is fine, right? And like we talked about, like, you want to go out on a date and you feel, you really, really want to wear this dress, but like, you're really feeling self-conscious. Like, maybe you have a little bit of Delulu girl where you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, oh my god, like, you are the hottest thing. Who else could have ever done it better? No one. That's fine. But when we're talking about real life things, like your bills, like your relationships, like your life, there's no delusion. It just be honest, like be real and don't be real in a way of like logistical masculine like no, you can't make this much money. You can't do these things. That's me being a, a man. You can't do these things. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um no, I I don't want you to think that, but what I do want you to do is take the desire take the thing you want and be radically honest with yourself about your ability to start changing your mindset your behaviors and your actions to be in more of alignment with it that's all that takes so let's take something that's even smaller let's say that you want to save to buy a home or you want to upgrade your car great like that's going to require you to look and say okay that's my desired result like do I actually believe I'm worthy of that thing do I actually think that I can you know, have that thing? Do I actually feel like that's something I want for myself? Okay, what are my actions like? Like, am I willing to change around my budgeting system so I can start to make space for that? That's what we're talking about when it comes to radical honesty. We're not saying look at your dreams and find them so lofty you can't do them, but rather look at your dreams and really ask yourself, what do you need to change in your current reality for you to make those things happen? And again, this prob- this conversation probably sounds or feels so incredibly obvious, but like you have to look at your subconscious and think of the spectrum. Think of the times that you convince yourself not to do the thing you know you deserve. The same times, think of the times that you don't do the, the hard thing because you're afraid of what might happen if you do. This is about eradicating fear. Really what we're talking about when we talk about radical honesty is eradicating fear. When you decide to be radically honest with yourself, you are deciding that you are no longer going to operate from a sense of fear. It doesn't matter what the answer is. It doesn't matter what the thing you're being honest says, whether it's good, bad, or sideways, you're saying, okay, I'm going to show up and I'm going to get it done, or I'm going to work through it, or I'm going to grow through this, or I'm going to hold the boundaries, or I'm going to set the frequency or the standard. That's the difference. And that's where I think this conversation changes from being delusional to being a real ass healed hottie who's ready to live the life of her dreams. That's the biggest change. At the end of the day, you have to understand that sometimes radical honesty means taking multiple steps back so that you can catapult forward. So think about it. If you are going to be radically honest with yourself and say, I can't keep doing this anymore, like this is not in alignment with what I want, that might mean actually having to pause a lot of things, having to say, hey, okay, I got to take 10 steps back. I have to reassess. I have to regroup. I have to refocus. I have to refinalize these things so that I can have the proper foundation to push myself forward and I think that's also scary for people because sometimes you get so far that you're like damn I have to take I have to take a step back now I have to do that 
now, but it's the best thing. We forget about the slingshot effect. When we do the work, it's not about continuously falling forward and like finding yourself in this new incredible thing. Sometimes the work's going to pull you back, pull you so far back and you're going to feel like you're taking so many losses and so many L's and so many things are not going your way. It's going to pull you so far back. The moment it lets you go, you're going to shoot 20 times further than when you started in the first place. And that's because now you have all of the systems, you have all the beliefs, you have all the thoughts and actions that are in alignment with that thing. That thing wasn't going to work out for you if you didn't have all of this stuff set up in the first place. That's where this difference happens. We have to start looking at our lives and the things that happen to us. It's so funny how this is tying back to the beginning of this episode. But we have to stop looking at the things that are happening to us as things that are happening to us. These are things happening for us. And that's so cliche. And I know some of you are like definitely rolling your eyes being like, oh, Alex, but like this shit's hard. Yeah, it's hard out here. It is so hard. But you know what? Like that's why we do the work because this hard moment, is very minor compared to the huge amount of ease and life and fulfillment and love that's on the other side of it. Right now you're living in frustration because you know that this isn't it. You know that this is not in alignment with you. And so you pull yourself back. You reassess. You get honest. You pull back to shoot 10 times forward. And that's okay. We have to be less critical about the timelines in our lives, the way we think things are supposed to go and be more accepting of exactly where we are is where we're meant to be because who knows what what phase of the slingshot you're in. Who knows? Who are you to say? You have no idea. You're not the universe. You're not God. You're not the almighty. Whoever, whoever you believe in, you're not that person. What you are is a human being. You're a, a spiritual being having a human experience, right? So, Your human experience might be delivering you certain experiences right now that are not the greatest or not the most fulfilling or don't feel the most fun in the entire universe. And that's okay. Right now is an opportunity for you to see, for you to grow, for you to look at what you do or do not want, pull yourself back. And then when you are ready, you will sling 10 times forward. The last thing to really point out and say here is that not being radically honest is the biggest hindrance you can give yourself on your journey. So if you're somebody who genuinely is looking to be the best version of themselves and who knows what your goals are, right? Like what is your deepest desire? I want you to like take a second right now. Like if what's the first thing that comes to your head when I say, you know, what do you want? What do you want with your life right now? Like if you could have anything in the world right now for you, what would it be? Whatever that first thing that comes to your head is great. I want you to take that and run with that in this next example I'm going to give you. We're going to take all of that and say, okay, let's start with your belief. Like of that desire you picked out, be honest with yourself. Be really, really honest with yourself. Do you really believe that you can have that? Do you really believe that you're worth it? Do you believe that you have the skills necessary for you to acquire that? Okay. Do you actually like be honest with yourself are you actually doing the work of somebody who holds that for for yourself are you actually doing the things that put you there and the beautiful part about it is is that if you can get through all of this and say yes well then honey guess what like now it's just about the waiting game it's about the patience it's about continuing to move forward and forward and forward until you're there where you're at but nine times out of ten as we do this process you're going to see a piece of it where you're like oh I actually haven't been that honest with myself there or oh I've been kind of on autopilot with this because I'm too afraid to see what's on the other side of it 
And it can be as big as your biggest desire, as small as like you have to have a really uncomfortable phone call with somebody and you're really nervous to have it or you are really dreading having to find out more information about something because you're afraid of what that might mean or you're afraid that you're not going to be good enough at something. Okay, well like let's really be honest with ourselves and really start to have the deeper conversation that needs to be had here, which is where are you allowing yourself to get in your own way that's not letting you see that that's actually possible for you, that the work just needs to be done to get there. So how do you start to be radically honest with yourself, right? Like where can we start? Because I think now that we've been able to really clear up the why you should do it, like why we need to start being more radically honest, I really want to start figuring out how. It starts with, number one, speak your truth respectfully, of course. Like, speak your truth, whether that's with yourself or with the people around you. Start finding language of speaking up for yourself. And it's hard because we don't have exact examples in front of us, but I can promise you that if you're someone who is listening to this podcast and you're like, damn, okay, it's time. Like, I really need to, like, get grounded and, like, really figure out, like, where am I not totally accepting what's happening? Where am I not totally showing up for myself? It's going – the number one thing is going to start with you're probably not, like, talking the talk. And so you're, like, fake walking the walk. Respectfully, of course – Start to speak your truth. Start to tell people around you how you feel when they treat you a certain way. Start to, you know, speak your truth. Even like that even can sound like asking for help. That can even sound like looking at the people around you who love you and adore you and being like, I really am struggling with this thing and I need help moving through this thing. There's so many different ways that speaking your truth manifests, but it starts there with start being honest to others and yourself all the time. Start noticing in your head like, oh, I didn't love that. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, I'm nervous about that. Oh, I, I like those little moments like those are all big red flags of like, oh, I'm actively not being honest. So Start speaking your truth more with yourself, more with others around you. Ask for help when you need it. Slash, be better about your boundaries. Stop maybe giving so much or showing so much to people who might not understand or might not have that best interest for you. The second thing I would say is know the difference between where you're at and what you're working towards. And so you can have this big vision in your mind's eye of like where you're going and like hold that vision strong. Every day you should be sitting in a visual meditation, in a journaling session. You should have moments every single day where you tap into that version of yourself, where you're connected to that frequency. But make decisions from the place you are now. You make decisions like her. You embody the energy of her, but like you make practical decisions understanding your bandwidth now. And I'm going to give you a really big example of this. In the coaching industry, this is I don't like the word abuse, but like this is like a it's like a scaremongering tactic where it's like you want to make this much money in your business? Okay, well, you need to invest in yourself cuz the woman who is making all this money or doing all of these things like she didn't care and she has the money so she puts it down and so now you you yourself are looking at your bank account and you're like I could either pay my rent this month or I can pay for a coach pay your rent like pay your rent pay your rent investments should feel stretchy not debilitating like pay your rent and to the hotties out there who aren't looking to invest in a coach this looks like doing like going on a girl's trip with all your friends and like really being stretched for cash. This looks like 
just in general, you putting yourself in circumstances where you're making decisions from who you know, like who you desire so deeply to be and not from reality. Reality looks like you looking and making practical decisions that are going to put you in deeper alignment to where you're going. So when you're tapped into that vision, when you see who you're becoming, you have to think about how she mentally moves, how she makes decisions for herself. She makes wise decisions that allow her the opportunity and the security for her to continue to live the life that she always desired. So then when you come back down into reality, you have to make decisions with what's currently in your bank account, what's currently in your plethora of resources, what's currently in your life. And I think that's the biggest difference here. I'm not saying don't invest in the coach. I'm not saying don't, you know, make stretchy decisions. I'm not saying don't take calculated risks. No, you have to do those things. You have to do those things. But what I am saying is that don't overindulge in all the things that you know you're one day going to be able to do, knowing that today you might not have the means to do them. And that's okay. That's why you have the vision in the first place, so that you can come down and start looking at all the different things in your life right now that might need to shift or up level so that you can show up as her. Really what it's about is balance. It's about you being able to balance keeping that vision in your mind's eye while also being super connected, super grounded in what resources you have at your disposal right now and not shitting on those resources that's also really important like you can't look at your resources and be mad about it you used to pray for the resources you have right now so like gratitude also has to be infused here but know the difference between where you're at and what you're working towards keep that vision in your mind's eye but like don't go gamble all of your resources away thinking that you have the ability to generate the way that person would later no you still very much so live in the reality you do right now you just know better now you know what you're working towards which is so wildly important and then the third thing that i would say is don't let your ego convince you that other people things experiences or behaviors is your problem your mindset is, or your ability to be honest is. So even if you are getting radically honest with yourself and you find something that you don't necessarily love to see or love that you have to handle, don't let your ego convince you like, well, that's their fault. They should be the ones taking that on. Like, no, like you're wildly responsible for anything that's in the way of who you're becoming. And so don't let your ego say like, oh no, it's okay. Like, it's fine. It'll work itself out or it's it's not going to work itself out. It'll that's blockage is always going to be there. It might manifest differently. This moment might come and pass and it might show up in a different way, but like what's meant to you is for you. So if you have something you need to grow through, if you have something you're currently experiencing, like that's really there for you for a legitimate reason and it's really your responsibility to go and move through it. So don't let your ego or your subconscious convince you like, "Oh, well that's that person. Oh, well it's this." And don't get me wrong, like there's probably a piece of it that is the other person or it is the experience or it is the environment, but like not all of it can be. Not all of it can be on other people all the time. Like that's where you have to really look at yourself and do the hard work of looking in the mirror. Radical honesty, I think, is the thing that's going to change your life the most in terms of time. I think that's what makes the timeline between you and your dreams cut in half is how often are you willing to be honest and if you can flex it like a muscle if you can do it all the time if you can make it real strong if you can make that your new default then you'd be shocked about how quickly like you could sit when I sit and look at my friends who are able to manifest so clearly and so quickly I think it's just because they're honest with themselves all the time like 
almost to the point where sometimes they don't even realize that their radical honesty is like they're almost like doing it so often and there's they can be so quick about it it might even come off offensive or bold to the people around them but like that is the honest truth that's what's getting them to that wild layer of success okay hotties we're moving into our healed hotties hot takes we love an alliteration also I'm not even gonna lie so I recorded the first half of this podcast and then my voice was going because my throat was hurting and I was like okay it's time to pause I'll come back to this tonight well my throat feels great but all the congestions in my nose and it's not a good look ladies not a good look so we're gonna get through these healed hottie hot takes hopefully you can still understand me but here we go. Okay, first things first, let's bake an item. Like, you need to bake something this week. I know that sounds really random, but like, no, you need to bake something this week. Here's why. When you bake an item, baking requires precision, and then you use that precision and focus and love and attention to detail, and you're given a reward at the end. A, the satisfaction of it being done, and B, a yummy treat. Go bake that item. Like, whatever it is. I just also feel like it's baking season. Like, go bake the item. How does this tie into spirituality? I'll tell you right now. Because when you allow yourself to get really quiet, put on a good playlist, a good podcast, follow directions, create something, let your mind wander outside of the everyday mundane things, and just make something that's going to make your house smell incredible. It's going to feel so warm to eat it in a couple of hours. That precision plus reward sequence is what's going to give your mind the ability to start finding mental clarity earlier. It'll start to allow you to really quiet down the things that need to get done and just come back to what feels good. It'll get you back in touch with your senses from sight to smell to feel. Just break, break. Wow, I meant to say bake. I always wanted to be a bread girly. I see these moms on my Instagram who bake bread and I want to be a bread girl so bad, so bad. But fun fact about me is I can't be a bread girl because I don't follow directions. I would not let myself become one. And also it requires like a lot of attention to detail all the time. Like you have to like, take care of it before you get the whim to bake and like I can't do that right now so I am responsible for taking care of myself my dogs and my plants I can't add like bread to that but if you think you have it in you girl go be a bread girly I want to be a grab whoa I want to be a bread girly so bad please bake an item I promise the precision plus plus the reward is going to be so worth it healed hottie hot take number two Go to lunch or dinner by yourself this week. Like, take yourself to lunch or dinner. And, like, don't make it weird. You're the one making that weird if you feel that is weird. Or if you do it all the time, great. Do it this week. Why? Because there is so much that happens in your body and in your mind when you actually allow yourself to treat yourself to a nourishing, lovely meal and just sit. People watch. Look at the menu. Think bring a journal. Some people bring a book. I don't even like to do any of that. I love, there's a little spot in Philadelphia. It's my favorite. And I go to it. I get the same waitress every time she brings me. I always get like a rosé champagne moment with a kale Caesar salad. And I always get the buffalo cauliflower. I've actually taken some of my girlfriends that are listening to this to this exact restaurant. So they know exactly what I'm talking about. And it's lovely. And I sit and I just... I like slowly and mindfully eat my food and honestly I practice a lot of gratitude for having a job that allows me to pay for that meal by myself and just really allows me to put into perspective like 
where I'm going with my life and what I'm creating and how I want to live my life. And it's just an important time for you to get quiet. I feel like we get quiet in crazy moments, right? So like before a crazy day, we're going to sit and journal or meditate or in the shower. But those are a little bit forced. Like go put yourself in an environment and maybe even put your phone on Do Not Disturb. That for 45 minutes to an hour and a half, you just can be present with yourself and what you're eating and just allow yourself to take on the ambiance of like, And the gratitude of like, yeah, you're doing it. You're doing it for yourself. You are creating the life of your dreams. You are putting all this hard work in. You have so much pressure everywhere. You deserve a meal for you to just be present with what you're consuming. And last but not least, this one's also a bit random but necessary. Go buy a winter plant. Not to put outside, but to keep in your house. Because seasonal depression is right around the corner and We're going to monitor our mental health with our plants. That's what I do. If my plants are dying, please check in on me because my mental health is down. But if, like, my plants are thriving, I'm pretty okay. You could literally tell my mental health, like, honestly, right before my wedding, if you looked at my home, my plants were dead, 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 dead. And that's because my mental health was shot. I was so focused on planning the wedding of my dreams. I was not really like grounded or taking care of myself. But now these days, I mean, minus my physical health, my my plants are great. My plants are so good. And I'm making it a mission and I probably shouldn't buy any more plants. But I think honestly, everyone, like one of the things that was really helpful is like I bought a plant and like really cared and was so excited not only when I saw its growth, but like I started following other accounts of like how I can like propagate it. I started figuring out how I could take best care of it, where it liked to like be in the light, where it didn't. And like it sounds so... I don't even know. I know it sounds like, yeah, Alex, obviously you bought a freaking plant and you're taking care of it. But no, like... Sometimes you have to remember that like life exists outside of the way we ordinarily see it. And that's so much easier and in the spring and in the summer because we're watching the flowers bloom and we're feeling the sun on our skin and we're feeling the elements of outside as they're expanding and opening up so are we. Right now, even if you look like just by season, like this is a time of contraction. Like the fall is when we start to cozy up and then the winter we hibernate recluse. So like before it's too late, go to your local little nursery, even make it a moment. Like maybe you put on a cute little outfit, you go to a local nursery or you could just be like me and put on your husband's sweatpants and fat sweatshirts and go to like your local food store and pick out a really adorable, perfect plant and then take it home, name it and take care of it, read directions on it and be present with it and give yourself something to look forward to. It's important that we take care of other things and people. It's actually interesting. As you can hear, I'm really not like, like, I feel great. I'm just really congested to be honest. Um, but my husband is actually also super sick right now. And the interesting thing is that we love taking care of each other. We hate having other people take care of us, which is so crazy. I actually didn't ever realize that about myself that like, I like, he was so sweet. And yesterday he was like, what do you need? What do you need to get better? And I was so frustrated. I was like, I don't need anything. I'm going to make soup. He was like, no, I'm going to make the soup, which like my soup is award-winning. Like I, I make a good chicken noodle. So I was like, no, I'm going to make the soup. And we went back and forth because the other person could not stand being taken care of. And we wanted to mend our person. We wanted to mend each other. And so for the record, I made the soup, but either way, This is something that you get to pour yourself into that's not a dog or an animal or anything and just a subtle reminder week after week that there is life, there is growth, there is expansion, even if right now we feel like we should be cozy and hibernate and recluse. 
All right, my glorious hotties, my healed gorgeous hotties. This is it. This concludes episode number four. As always, I'm so grateful to be here and I'm so grateful you all stuck around to not only consume this episode, but be on the journey of this head cold I have going on from the throat to the congestion to all the things. I'm so, so, so wildly grateful. And I hope you all know how much I love this work I get to do. I know this comes up at the end of the pod, but like truly, truly, truly the best way you can support this podcast right now is by liking, subscribing, and leaving a rating or a review. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a review. If you're on Spotify, a rating. That's what's really going to help boost this podcast so we can help other little spiritual baddies become hot and healed like we are or like we're trying to be. I love you all so deeply. I hope you know that. I want you to know you're beautiful. I want you to know that you are the most gorgeous, thriving human being this week and always. And I can't wait to talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening today. I hope that you loved this episode just as much as I did. The most supportive way for podcast creators like myself to grow is by leaving a review and rating. And if you're feeling extra frisky, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Send us a screenshot at Spiritual Baddies Club on Instagram and unlock a special gift from us to you for a limited time. This has been so fun. Now it's time to go live your best baddie girl life. I love you, hottie. See you next week.